Hey, stupid nerds, the download the uh, Boogie Monster with, with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone so you can find out uh, what happened to Frankenstein and the Wolfman and all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or important things. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. And we're rolling. Yeah, girl. What's going on, big dog? <clears throat> Man, I, I'm just. Well, I got back up to the old Beaverton uh-huh. to the Tron Beavertron, as people call it. Nobody knows why. Huh? Somebody was joking. They're like, "Oh yeah, the whole joke was that there's some giant electronic beaver that lives underneath the city and controls things." I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm new here, so yeah. I'll go along with that." Okay. But uh, I'm man, just having a yard to sit in. Oh, dude, having a yard. Rachel's gone bonkers on this website, OfferUp, which is like Craigslist, except it's more immediate because it's even more localized and uh-huh. there's just pictures right away. You're like, I like the color of that chair. You don't need a chair, but you like the color of that chair. All of a sudden, you got a fucking chair. Nice. So that's, we got. You got a whole outdoor we setup. More, we got more Adirondack chairs. <laughs> Then I've something that would have a lot of those. I do love so a good some, Adirondack chair. Some Catskills, yeah, some Catskills beach resort, mm-hmm. dude. That is that's what that's that's awesome that you have a place to sit outdoors. That's so important, dude. I, I mean, even just like you got the stoop mm-hmm. with the double wide out there. Yeah, yeah, you got to get outside. Just a pl- just just a place to sit and stare. Yeah. Yeah, I know I could go outside and exercise, but I want to go outside and sit. No, nobody should underestimate the power of just going and sitting and staring. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have, you know, if you do it at a TV, that's normal. But what if you just sit in a chair and look at nothing? Why is that weird? That's fine. That is okay, and it's it's good for you. It's uh, called meditating in in some cultures. It's so important. I caught a little uh, documentary clip, some little piece on Mitch Hedberg the other day, and he was talking about uh, the importance of daydreaming. He likes, or yeah. he liked, to just sit and daydream, just sit and think, just well, sit with your <clears throat> thoughts. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, the heroin helps with that. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Some to the outsiders call it the nods, but he calls it daydreaming. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, but no, you gotta like it. It's a weird feeling to um, be entertained by yourself, mm-hmm. which I think being a comedian, I mean, maybe you can attest to this, is like. Oh, you had to learn that early on mm-hmm. as to how to be entertained, like how to entertain yourself. Yeah. How to indulge your own thoughts and go into a real silly place. And, and also, I mean, granted, like, like I just said, I was sitting in the yard having drinks, so forgive me if I'm wandering off. That's but, all right, buddy. Like how, to, like how to challenge yourself mentally, like mm-hmm. argue with yourself instead of being like, yep, I'm correct. Uh-huh. And then you just sit there bored. Yeah. And more of like going out, like, what's that guy's story? I wonder if he does this. I mm-hmm. wonder if, like, you know, like, well, again, let me just reinforce what you said about Mitch Hedberg, daydreaming. Mm-hmm. But not sitting there like, I'm right about stuff. Look at that guy. He's probably a jerk. Look at that lady. She probably sucks. <laughs> no. Like, wait, way to just shut off the the curiosity, you know, way to just blow up the tracks right away. Yeah. 
<sighs> but that's a good thing. Sit, mm-hmm. Sitting and just jamming with your own mentality. As I'm doing that, I'm in this, like I said, we're in this house that is not furnished, and I'm in a bedroom sitting on the floor, and I'm looking at, there's a dark mark above one of the uh, power outlets, which is mm. feels ominous. Yeah. Like something lit on fire that was plugged into the wall, mm. and now I got to think about that. Mm. I don't know. Do you have a good? I don't know, buddy. Good fourth. Yeah, I got back. Well, I drove up here. Got back up here Friday, some point. Okay. Or no, no, no. I got back yesterday. I was. I left Friday. Ah. Uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, it's like fireworks are legal up here. Mm-hmm. Not that that stopped anybody yeah. anywhere. Yeah, ever. That, that doesn't stop anyone. But because, uh, like, for a while, I'm like seeing people lighting in the streets. Like, be careful! It's like, oh no, that's you bought this shit here. It's okay. Uh-huh. So to walk through the burbs where everybody just had setups going on, I mean, all right, a lot of like, all right, everybody's just gathering over there again. I said my little piece about the masks, and I I mean that in terms of like public places mm-hmm. and stuff. But hey, shit, man, I don't know what, I can't tell you what to do with your own house. <laughs> I would hope you had common sense. But if you're at a store, yeah, my whole rant from before was about people going into stores yeah. acting like it's their right to not have a mask. Oh. But that being said, a lot of, like, pricey setups going on with the fireworks. Really? Yeah, we we're talking to one of the neighbors here. He's like, yeah, you go to Washington State. That's where they get the good ones, mm. like the pro-grade. It was great. Loved it. Walked around, drinking, watching everybody set up. Here's a question. I wonder if they make fireworks that um, are visual but not audible. Quiet, pretty fireworks. That'd Funny be- enough, Rachel, Rachel said that's the ones she asked for when she went to the fireworks stand. Really? Like, I just want the pretty ones that don't make a lot of noise. Yeah. God, this whole month, I mean, of course, we talked about it last week, but just... just an endless barrage of explosions and it just, it, it gets to you eventually. Just, but that's all the M that's what I'm saying. It's like the M 80 stuff. Like here, like, okay, you got an example of what the fireworks that were visual that, mm-hmm. I mean, explosions, I'm sure that's a science. That's a, the, the science we don't know about, but a, a, you know, if you can't have a uh, heat without, what do you, what is it? You can't have light without heat. Huh? Heat without light, one of those, but something about the transference of energy yeah. that's going to cause a sound. And these, I don't know, man. I, yeah, okay, shoot off your fireworks. But uh, these assholes that are shooting them off in the middle of the day, if you're shooting fireworks in the middle of the day, you probably fuck with your shoes on. Like, just have some patience, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> just fucking have some patience and do oh, it right. Oh, man. Oh, that almost got Coors Light all over the whole setup, Dave. Oh. <laughs> I need it now. Oh, these assholes around here just uh, shooting them off at fucking 1 p.m. You got your Walmart slacks just tucked around your kids. <laughs> well, there's something to, something to be said about the urgency of passions in, in, in there. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, especially when the light up was. They were the same thing. We were walking around. It was not quite dusk. That people were setting them off. It's like you got to wait till it's dark. Except then we forgot that because Portland is far enough north that it wasn't going to get dark till nine thirty, and maybe there's like a noise ordinance after ten. But then okay. shit, people are just going crazy with them up here. Yeah, I get and I that. like fireworks. Mm. I like them. Yeah, fireworks are cool. <laughs> That's all. 
There's nothing you can, if you want to be one of those, you can argue like, oh, it's just, you're just blowing up your own money. Yeah, but so the fuck what? They are exciting. <laughs> They're fun to see. Cool lights. They're fun to light because it's dangerous. They go big it's, last night around your neighborhood? Oh, yeah. There's a couple spots where you could tell. We walked by one place. The guy had the board out with all the <clears throat> kind of little mortars set up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw when he was setting them off. But they were like the pro grade, way up in the sky, big bursts of color and, you know, big kind of like um, marigold shaped. Okay. It's great. It's just great. <laughs> it's just good. As far, and as the fact that there was no sentimentality or patriotism with it, it was just like, well, this is the time of the year they sell this stuff, and we like it, and the rest of the world's shitty, but you know what's fun? Fireworks, so yeah. here we go. Wasn't a lot of flag waving with it. No. Not a lot of, decor- not a lot of decorations <laughs> around the idea of it being an American holiday. It was just like, hey, you know what? We're all at home anyway. Let's go sit out. And because the suburbs... It's not like major streets. You can just set up in the middle of the street and just blow shit up. And people that were driving would stop and be like, oh, you're lighting fireworks? All right, we'll watch. And they'd park. You'd light them. And then they'd finish and they'd drive through. Hmm. I'm digging the suburb life. Yeah, Adirondack chairs. <laughs> Coors lights. Fireworks. I'm ready to sandlot this shit out here, man. <laughs> oh, man. Taking that's, my heels in. It's funny. Like, growing up in my teens and 20s, could not wait to get away from the suburbs. And uh, now sometimes I, when I go back, it's like, okay. Like, I, I could totally do what you're doing. I could go back temporarily. Yeah. It it does feel, I, I was such a vocal critic of the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And I get why people, oh, you want to raise your kids here because it's safe and quiet. That doesn't make for an interesting kid. True. But as an, but as an adult... Who know who like I will say as an adult who's like all right I've established my career as a comedian like I got what I wanted out of my career Mm -hmm. and I got to do comedy and that's awesome so the fact that I leave to go do the thing I want to have a home base that you dig like I don't I'm not missing the socializing Mm -hmm. you know I don't know how you feel about that now that we're um let's see March mid March was. Yeah. <clears throat> the official lockdown of everything. Yeah, we're going on four months now. I'm not I know that people like miss going to restaurants and miss doing that. I'm not I'm not that bummed out about it. Yeah, it hadn't bothered me as much as I feel. thought it would. I I thought that would be tough to handle because that's something I truly did enjoy. I that was pretty much one yeah. of my only forms of entertainment or um I forgot what the word I'm looking for is, but like I, even, even though, yeah, even though I drink, uh, I, I'm not a huge bar guy, especially now. I don't know that I, that I'm living with Katie, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Bars are great, but uh, restaurants were definitely my thing. Like, let's let's. I love lunch. Let's go get a nice lunch. <laughs> Dave loves lunch. <laughs> That's my jam. And uh, yeah, I, I missed it, but it it, it hasn't been uh, as big of a loss as I anticipated. So. Uh, Can't- can I say, since I'm a little drunk, first uh-huh. off, I did not ask you about your 4th of July. Oh, that's okay, buddy. I want to ask that. We'll get to I, it. I want to know. But can I ask, like, the word lunch, uh-huh. like, 
it has a texture to it. Yeah. Like when I think, like the word lunch to me, a BLT sandwich mm-hmm. is what the word lunch means. Well, and ironically, because it's like crunch. Yes, I was about to say. But also, cr- there's lettuce. <laughs> I was about to say crunch. <laughs> It's it reminds, it's I'm got like a high. it's got I'm a I'm not even high. It's got like a bite <laughs> connotation to it. Lunch, crunch, bite. It's yeah, it's like you're going to eat it with your hands. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like it's got to be a sandwich. Uh-huh. But not like a big cumbersome sandwich mm-hmm. like two hands where your hands can almost touch while they hold the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Not like a big hoagie or nothing. Yeah. Although you could have that from but lunch to me, like if you're like, I'm gonna have some lunch. What are you gonna have? BLT, tuna, cold tuna salad with lettuce and tomato on it with cheese. Like that's a lunch sandwich. <laughs> well, I love lunch. I don't know why. I, I can't articulate why, but that's like, fuck yeah. There's club a- club sandwich. There's Shit, less pressure man. on lunch. Dinner, especially if if you're eating dinner out, there's pressure. Hey, we took a shower. We got in the car. We went to a restaurant. Yeah. Usually dinner. Work from you, you have it with company. You know, whether your spouse, your girlfriend, friends, whatever. But lunch is just a nice little treat for you in the middle of the day. And I think, I think the blue collar background too. Just how coveted those thirty minutes or an hour, or whatever it was. You know, for the, for the working yeah. for the working person. Like, okay, this is my little break to pause my work and to just enjoy myself yeah. uh, via food and uh here's your food it's in a it's in a bag mm-hmm. wipe your mouth on your shirt there's no <laughs> utensils i've always loved lunch man and like the idea of like a like a sandwich that could endure some varying temperatures i think that's why i think of like a blt like the blt's room temperature you're fine yeah yeah the blt got hot in a car you're gonna be okay yeah if it was if it was cold You'd st- it'd still be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like if you ate like a cold burger, you'd be pissed. Yeah. Ugh. If you ate a, like a bologna sandwich, but the mayonnaise was just hot because it was on the dashboard, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> I'd eat, I, would, I would eat it. Yeah. Shit. Do you think, think about how much room temperature ass mayonnaise we ate? Oh, yeah. School lunches. Yeah. Like you walk to school with a lunch uh-huh. and then you just put it in a locker and then you ate that shit. Four hours later. Yeah. We all just ate room temperature mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't want to sound like the guy like, this is a problem with the kids, why they don't have the health, because they're not conditioned. But, man, we all ate straight up tepid mayo. Oh, yeah. In our formidable years. Mm-hmm. Get that lunchbox. Yeah, it my- smells like bologna and bananas and corn chips. Did you... I ne- my parents never wanted to do a lunchbox. I don't think my mom wanted to clean out a lunchbox, mm-hmm. which maybe that was like people just never did clean a lunchbox, and it was just a rotten tin can. Yeah, I was at I was at paper bags. Yeah, I went through both phases. There were definitely times where I was proud of my Incredible Hulk lunchbox or my GI Joe lunchbox. W- I think I had a Pac Man lunchbox. Pac Man, yeah, that was WWF. You know, wrestling lunchbox back in the day that was popular. Yeah, but man. then it was like, oh, I got to bring this home. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the only downside. With the, with the paper sack, you could toss it when you're done. Yeah. Man. 
15 minutes just on lunch today, Dave. It's all right, man. Guess we, 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 well, we started. We, yeah. we talked like we don't have anything to talk about in this episode. Uh, what what'd you do for four, what'd you do for Fourth of July, Dave? Dude, what, you get dude, dude. Okay, dude. all right. We've got three U's in that dude. <laughs> One of the best meals I've made in a long time. Real simple, but real all delicious. Right. Uh, got the Traeger. Okay. You know, I we've been talking about the Traeger. You've been dropping name brand Traeger. Yeah, got the Traeger. And like sh- we're sponsored by it. <laughs> Although, you, and you know what? Because we, uh, I'll call back to the Manscaped sponsor. I used those trimmers the other day to uh-huh. clean up my business. We're not uh, paid by them anymore, but that was a good product. Oh, yeah. Manscaped oh, yeah. I still use thing. the Manscaper. <laughs> yeah. So just shout out to them. Yeah. I'm also still wearing Mack Weldon underpants, and I remember that because my dick and balls are all bunched up flat <laughs> in the front of my crotch. <laughs> Like they were made for women. Oh, so, all right. God. Anyway, the way you say "dick and balls" is so goddamn funny. This dick and balls, it's my, man. It's my dick and balls. It's a unit, <laughs> dude. All right. I can't uh, without the other. Got a. So, what'd you make? Good meal. First good meal. Best meal in a long time. Best Not meal in a long meal. time. Good meals. In a long uh, time. I've never never cooked uh, this piece of food this way. And it uh, was pretty damn good. Ooh, okay. Enticing. Uh, Katie brought a home murder mystery. Katie brought home a couple of prime ribeyes. And just a refresher for those people who aren't obsessed with meat like I am, uh, you got your classifications. I think it, uh, grade A is kind of the standard uh, choice is what most of us eat. Mm-hmm. Grade A, you, you go to Waffle House to get their sirloin or T-bone, it's probably going to be grade A. You go to Outback so, or Longhorn. So grade A is the worst? Uh, well, I'm not. Uh, no, there's, I think. I think there's definitely stuff <laughs> below grade A. Uh, but as far as commercial steaks, like I'm, I think Taco Bell, I think that's the reason I don't like Taco Bell. I think a thing came out years ago that they're using like grade D or C, like the same quality of meat that they they put in dog food. Uh, so that's like way down there. Uh, kind of your run of mill, uh, run of the mill stuff, something you might get at a high school cafeteria, you're going to get grade A. Uh, a step up above that, which is probably the most popular, most widely consumed, is choice. Uh, go to Outback or Longhorn, you're going to get a choice steak. And there's choice is fine. Choice is what I should be eating. I don't know what institution is issuing these grades. Choice is what I've earned so far in life. I, that's what I told Katie. It's like I, we don't deserve to be eating prime on the regular. That's special occasion. That's for people who've, who've achieved something in their life. But every now and then she'll, well, she'll come home with a couple of, uh, uh, prime, uh, river and primes is the top primes. What you're going to get when you go to a high end restaurant, uh, you know, just a real- I'm on, I'm on the beef propaganda website. Oh yeah. If, if you want to know the full, uh, regimen of grace. Yeah. Yeah. Lay it on me. You got it right there in front of you. <laughs> Oh yeah, how low does it go? So, 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 so what, what did you just end with? What, uh, talking I, about prime? I think prime. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff above prime. You get into the weird, uh, the wagyu and the Kobe and stuff like that. But as far as just your run of the mill, pick it up at the store. Prime is about the best you can go. All right, now this is this is a it's called Beef to Live. Uh-huh. Dot com. So this is a pro beef website. It says eat beef, live better. But their wording is uh, interesting. <clears throat> there are eight grades of eight, eight beef quality grades. The grades are based on two main criteria: the degree of marbling, uh-huh. intramuscular fat in the beef, and the maturity estimated age of the animal at slaughter. Okay. First one, as you said, is U.S. Prime. Okay. Highest in quality and intramuscular fat, limited supply. 
And this is where the word is like, currently about 2.9% of carcasses grade as prime. <laughs> Whoa, man. Yeah, take like it easy. Carcass, carcass is not a food word. No. <laughs> carcass, carcass is a, like, like a deer got hit on the highway. <laughs> yeah. You, the, you don't use carcass anywhere near food. No. That's, and I'm not trying to be too sensitive. <laughs> you know, I still like. All right, second one, U.S. Choice. Mm-hmm. You were you said U.S. Choice, yeah, for yeah. like next behind Prime. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm quizzing you. So okay, yeah. So what's below Choice? That said, is that Grade A? Well, cho- Choice, yeah. Number one is Prime. Mm-hmm. Number two is Choice. It says high quality, widely available in food service industry and retail markets. Choice carcasses are fifty three point seven percent of the fed cattle total. Okay. The difference between choice and prime is largely due to the fat content in the beef. Prime, prime typically has a higher fat content, more in well-distributed marbling than choice. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you think third place was? What is the brown? For some reason, I'm beef? thinking grade A, but I feel like there's also another word that I'm overlooking. Um, um, this is called select. Select. U.S. select. Select was the word that was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I've heard, for, heard people talk Formerly called good, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Lowest grade commonly sold at retail. Acceptable quality, but it is less juicy and tender due to, due to leanness. Okay, select. Gotcha. Okay. So it's just, it's still fine. And then f- this is, uh, now I guess this is where we're getting into your Taco Bell ground. Fourth place is U.S. Standard, standard, lower quality, yet economical, lacking marbling. Fifth place, U.S. Commercial, low quality, lacking tenderness, produced from older animals. Mm. It's going to be your senior cows, your cows that have lived long enough and seen some life. Yeah. So uh, so when their life does flash before their eyes, it takes a little bit longer than your better meats. Mm-hmm. Six is U.S. Utility, no description. Mm. Seven, U.S. Cutter, no description. Mm. Eight, U.S. Canner, mm. no description. Ooh, that sounds like <laughs> mechanically separated meat. Ugh. Canner? You guys you guys got any canner meat back there? It's a shit that's in potted meat and Vienna sausages. <clears throat> I want the stuff. What's the stuff that the dogs don't eat because they could tell that the horse was sick? Ugh. Oh, All God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross! Anyway, <laughs> you but you got the good stuff. We got, got the, the good stuff. Got the prime ribeyes, and I I uh, this is what I did. I reverse seared them on the Traeger. Meaning, uh, typically, what I would do, just like in the stabbed oven, them with a glowing is, uh, sword. You, you sear it first, and then finish in the oven. Well, with this, I smoked it for an hour at two twenty five. Put a good little rub on there. Uh, use salt, pepper, and oregano. I've been messing around with oregano a lot, Kyle. I uh, okay. j- just really is that the Italian influence because you've been watching Goodfellas again. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just really, uh, just really in the mood for oregano. I, I'm just using salt, pepper, and oregano. Uh, first of all, hit it with a little olive oil, then uh, kosher salt, fresh ground pepper, and uh, oregano, and uh, set mm-hmm. the set the Traeger with hickory hickory pellets at 225. Smoke. Do you have to buy Traeger brand pellets? No, you don't have to. They make as as long as they're pellets, as long as they're some small oh, compre- little pellet. like compressed wood. Yeah, yeah. Like. They they make any brand. I I bought a bunch of stuff at Lowe's the other day that weren't 
that wasn't Traeger stuff. Uh, as long as they're Lowe's, I heard Home Depot's bad. Lowe's is the place yeah, to go. Yeah, I've been, Home, I've been Home Depot's Home Depot's villains. So you're doing good. Shot trying to stay away from Home Depot. Anyway, uh, smoked it for an hour, two twenty five with hickory pellets. Then pulled it off. Uh, crank the temp as high as it'll go on mine. I think four fifty is about the max. Pulled the stakes off while the uh, while I t- increased the temperature. Uh, let that get heated up for about fifteen minutes, and then threw them back on and seared them about two and a half minutes on each side. And oh boy, a hickory smoked ribeye. And you know what else I had on that smoker the whole time? Mm-hmm. I threw on some nice corn on the cob, smoked corn on the cob, little melted butter with uh, some of that Mexican Tijuan spice. Oh boy! And uh, inside, doing old school classic baked potatoes. So I had smoked ribeye, smoked corn, and baked potato. And smoked, holy I'm shit! I'm hung up on that smoked corn description. Dude, it was so good. I love I love any type of grilled corn or smoked corn. But I, I don't think I've ever had smoked corn. But yeah, I was like, well, you know, it seems dumb to to have this Traeger going. Have the the and shout out to the guy who keeps reminding me that it's a cooker and not a smoker. Well, there's fucking fire and smoke and wood. It's it's a smoker. <laughs> All right. I like in my head it's a guy that just knocks on your window while we're recording. Hello, it's a cooker. Uh, by the way, Dave, big fan. Just want to tell you it's a cooker. It's not a smoker. Get off my fucking lawn. Yeah, I'm aware what a smoker is, but this, yeah, I understand that this is not a traditional smoker. But there's fucking smoke coming out of it, so I'm calling it a smoker. Um. But my God, the corn and the, the, the rib I've never had a smoked ribeye. And uh, dude, it was just, the flavor was, it was, it was a one-way ticket to Flavortown. It was crazy. I, I think what before, I may have had smoked items before knowing you, mm-hmm. but didn't realize what the process was. Mm-hmm. And then having had like smoke wings and stuff because of you, I'm like, oh, it's almost upsetting that. You can't just have all food like that. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to go back <laughs> once you've had really good smoked meat. Oh, man. But Give so shout good. out to old, my mom, old Deb, was saying they got uh, something called uh, Australian red shrimp, mm. which is apparently, I don't know, they but butterfly shrimp they made on the grill the other day. Okay. Going nuts. Dave, I, Dave you're not, I, I, I know you're a lover of all food, but mm-hmm. I don't hear you talk about seafood too often. I love seafood. Um, shrimp probably low. You make a gumbo. I know you make yeah. a gumbo. Yeah. Uh, but you ever just do like a, like a piece of fish? Oh, dude, I love fish. I'm going to start uh, doing a lot more fish now that I got this thing. But yeah. Um, uh, now that you're seaside down there yeah, in Long Beach. Exactly. Uh, shellfish, dude. I love any shellfish. I love clams and mussels and oysters and uh yeah. crab i guess crabs considered uh, considered a shellfish um but yeah very much so yeah love all that shit dude it's covered um, in shell um a byproduct of uh yesterday's uh events was uh made mm, one too many baked diarrhea made, <laughs> made one too many baked potatoes i had a fucking baked potato for breakfast uh that's a pro tip right there don't be afraid to have a nice baked potato with your breakfast you want to get as many carbs as possible early on in the day. Don't. Dude. You're going to die. A, a baked potato. <laughs> Don't be afraid to have a baked potato with your breakfast. <laughs> How's it different than hash browns or something? You know, it's probably more healthy. I know. It, it actually, yeah, it's not It's not a crazy idea. Mm-hmm. I jumped to making fun of you quick. <laughs> no, I know it. I think you I know, know it sounds well, fat. I think, it sounds incredible. Well, you fat. know what it is? Like, Breakfast, breakfast, and lunch, as we were saying, are meals that you want to make. Kind of, uh, you don't have the time. Dinner is a, is a meal where you have the time. Mm-hmm. So that's why a baked potato, yeah, 
Yeah, they take. I'm saying this. I have no. I have no idea how long it takes to make a baked potato. It takes an hour. You gotta. You gotta bake it about an hour. Nobody. Yeah, nobody's spending an hour on breakfast. Yeah, you know, you just you throw it in but, there and you forget about it, and then you go about your morning, and then uh, 40 minutes later you start breakfast, and boom, it all times out perfectly. What'd you put? Did you make it breakfast style? I no. mean, there's already going to be bacon bits on there. Uh, no, I just did uh, old school, just butter and sour cream, man. A lot of, lot of salt and pepper, butter, sour cream, and uh, oh my god, dude! I used the okay. same, I used the same melted butter uh, uh, Mexican spice mixture that I used on the corn. I rubbed that on the outside before I baked it, and uh, oh, the skin got all beautiful and crispy and tasty and buttery. Oh, dude! Because what if I what if I go crazy now? Like, all right, baked potatoes—you can make them all different ways. Mm-hmm. There's a jazz club. That we went to before everything went down, called the baked potato okay. over in Studio City. Nice. And <clears throat> Rachel decided one night we were going to go out on a double date with some friends. She's like, "I want to go to this place. I've never been there." I'm like, "I drove by too, and it's called the baked potato. I knew it was like this, like kind of legendary L.A. jazz club. Like, it'd be crazy if like all they serve were baked potatoes, and that's what they do. Really, you go and you sit and watch jazz." And they make a like a kitchen full of regular dinners, except they're served on a baked potato. Like I want to get chicken teriyaki. I hope you're okay with it being served on top of a baked potato. Oh, okay. That's how you're getting it. I like that. Like the baked potato is the plate. That's the plate. yes. Okay. Um, but what if you got now Waffle House mm-hmm. does wonders with their hash browns? Yes. Why can't you dress up hash browns like a baked potato? Sour cream, chives, bacon bits. You you totally can. I, breakfast, I like the way you think. Breakfast potatoes. Mm-hmm. Bre- buddy, we're, I might not eat the stuff anymore, but I can daydream. <laughs> you can eat You can eat you baked know, potatoes. Um, Come on now. Listen, as Bart Simpson says, I, you know, he's the idea man. You're the nuts and bolts guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that does. I can, sound I can good. come up with stuff and just you know throw it at your mouth mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah, it's a good method. It's a good partnership. I will. I will say there's, there's no rhyme or reason to this plug, but I I brought uh, I brought a guitar and an amplifier up here to uh, really Beaverton just to, just a noodle. But I brought I brought an amp that I had since high school that I bought at the Guitar Center in Arlington Heights, Illinois. And I'm like, I'll take it up here and get it fixed by somebody locally. I know Portland's a music city and maybe Beaverton. Went to a place called Five Star Guitars Okay, right down the street here. Everybody in there, big old fans of the Boogie Monster. No Dave. way. Right on. Yeah. Um, sh- uh, so I'm throwing them a plug right now for being a whole shop full of cool dudes at Five Star Guitars in Beaverton, Oregon. They gave me a hat. And they were like, yeah, it's like, we love Boogie Monster. I'm like, well, I've got to record with Dave after this, which I didn't. I came home and drank in the yard for a while. <laughs> drink in the yard. I'll be out in the but yard I told drinking. Them, uh, <laughs> which, what, that's what you do? Mm-hmm. Ah, wish I had a uh, yard. But so, yeah, I told them I'd give them a little shout out because they listened to it over there. And that's right what on. I'm doing. So they're cool guys. And Hell I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to go harass Dave right now about, uh, about stuff, well, which we good. don't have a topic today. But uh, anyway, that's uh, the five star guitars. Real nice dudes. Good selection of uh, lots of Fenders in there. Lots of more Ace guitars. They said one of the weird like they're like we're getting a picture. I'm like yeah, sorry, you got this shittiest celebrity you can get a picture of. <laughs> and you're like what? Well, he's like like John McEnroe came in here not long ago. I'm like John McEnroe, forgetting 
that they're like, oh yeah, the Nike headquarters. We're like a half mile from Nike World headquarters. Oh, I forgot. Not is that's in Beaverton. Yeah. Wow. So John McEnroe, and they're like, yeah, he's a great guitar player. Interesting. I'm like, I well, didn't know I'm that. not, and so I'm not going to try any guitars in here because I'll embarrass myself. But who knew John McEnroe, hot-headed tennis champ, <laughs> lefty guitar player, Mr. McEnroe? That one today. There's a, I know you don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, but there's a great episode where somehow uh, Larry winds up driving a limo uh, for a guy. Uh, his limo driver got drunk, so he took the driver home, <clears throat> kept the limo, and he's like, you got you to gotta make a couple of pickups for me. And one of them was he had to go pick up John McEnroe from the airport, and he drove John McEnroe around all night. He was on the show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, playing himself. And, uh, was he funny? Yeah, yeah. Was he he playing was, up his dickhead attitude? Yeah, yeah he was. And Larry was just... See, that's cool. Like, oh, people know me as a jerk? Let me lean into it. <laughs> Larry was trying to just play the role of the... Larry didn't, you know, play himself in that context. He was just trying to be the uh, limo driver. And he kept uh, kept calling him, Mr. Mr. McEnroe, where where you want to go, Mr. McEnroe? Come on, let's go somewhere. I'll take you anywhere you want to go. And he's just like, oh, I'm just trying to go home. And uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to go through the whole uh, premise no, of the episode. But, but it was good. It's a, it's a good one. Um what else going on, man? Um, you watch any movies or anything this weekend? When did we when did we chit chatted last week? What did we I try ch- to watch? We chit chatted a few days ago for the bonus episode, but uh, the non patrons oh, don't know what you've been into. Yeah, sorry, guy. No, no uh, ghouls and goblins yet. <laughs> I watched a world class piece of shit last night. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> what did you watch? Really disappointing. I watched the uh, probably straight to DVD. Uh, I always forget this guy's name. What's uh, the little kid that was in uh, uh, Lord Paul of the Rings? Newman. L- Lord of the Rings. Frodo. Uh, what the hell's that kid's name? He was in The Good Son. He's Frodo. Fucking Elijah Wood. I know. I, Elijah. Okay, Wood. I was gonna say I know who you're talking about. A kid. Elijah Wood. Right, Elijah Wood. Movie called the unfortunate title "Come to Daddy." And oh boy, what a piece of shit! That's on it's okay. on Prime right now. And uh, what was uh, what happened there? He's a thirty five year old <laughs> DJ. He's got this horrible DJ haircut. Do you know that? You know what I'm talking about that hipster, just douchey. I can't even describe it, but that look that is very popular in Los Angeles amongst twenty five year old dudes, where they're wearing the t shirts way too long and. Maybe or maybe not have got a sweater around their neck and they got a stupid fucking haircut and he's got even yeah, had the uh even had the uh Japanese symbol tattoos behind his ear. Just your typical The irony is is he would he like for like, like ten years ago he was just kind of dropping in at dive bars and DJing. And oh really? Like, yeah, he's a nice guy, just play, just plays music. He's just a fun dude that wants to hang out and play music. Oh man. Yeah, and I I don't have a problem with him uh, most of the time, but just this movie was so bad. Just long story short, he's in his mid-30s, he receives a letter from his estranged father who he hadn't seen in 30 years. His father lives, uh, I believe it's way up like around Vancouver, somewhere on the Pacific Coast, uh, Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest Coast, and uh, goes to see his dad, and they try to reunite. Then he realizes his dad's a real dickhead. And then there's some real shitty twists and turns, and oh, 90 minutes later, who gives a fucking shit? Just a real, <laughs> just a real waste of time. Oh, God. And then, lo and behold, K-1 
kiss my ass. Just a real waste of time. <laughs> I did watch another movie that was pretty good. Uh, this one, even even a worse title, but the movie was good. I think I've got the. I think I'm saying this right. Um, We've always lived in the castle. I love a movie with a title that's a sentence. Uh, it's called "We've Always Lived in the Castle." It's Crispin Glover, who I've I've always liked that weirdo. And uh, yeah, he's a real freak show. But uh, good on good him. movie. Weird, uh, suspenseful. Not necessarily a horror movie, but uh, kind of you know looks like one of those suspenseful horror movies, and uh, just a, a weird little mystery thriller, and uh, pretty good. Pretty pretty damn good. I enjoyed that one. What I'm actually I have to go I'm on streaming services now because my whole thing the week I was back in LA was like just getting ripped to the tits. Uh-huh. Uh smoking weed and starting movies and then the next day having no idea what I had watched. Huh. So apparently I uh apparently I watched uh, I'm going out on Netflix. I um, I must have watched. <clears throat> I started Unsolved Mysteries. I fell asleep oh, right away. I haven't Again, seen that. Not yet. not not. Uh, these are not a reflection of my feelings towards the shows. Uh-huh. It was just that this is what I did. I was uh, curbing my drinking by getting super stoned. Okay. <clears throat> I uh, I felt bad because I you know I know there's an emphasis on educating about uh, black culture in America. Mm-hmm. And I know that I should watch the 13th and I should be doing that. But instead I watched who killed Malcolm X. Cause it was like a mix of okay. black history and also uh, some conspiracy because they feel that he was definitely killed by the, by the government, not by the assassin they say he was, mm-hmm. but again, started late, fell asleep. Okay. Uh, searching for sugar man. I, uh, is that good? I never, I've never docu- seen that. I know what you're talking about, but I never I, did get around. To I just, it. I never finished it. Still, but I know people talked about it. Like this is just a great documentary, and I, I made this choice. Whereas you know, everybody, you get caught up in all the scrolling, mm-hmm. and I just had to mentally reassess. Like you're not, nothing's gonna be the perfect movie, right? No, now. just start one. Yeah, pull the trigger. Start one. And give yourself 10 minutes mm-hmm. to get fully involved. Mm-hmm. If after 10 minutes you just can't do it with your full attention, no phone or anything, all right, then look again. But after 10 minutes, you're like, shit, yeah, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Then stop stop scrolling yeah. or looking for stuff. So it was very good what I watched of it, but I fell asleep, never finished it. I will tell you a movie that was a turd was The New Manchurian Candidate. New meaning from 10 years ago should have been great. Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Leave Schreiber, who looks exactly like Blake Schwarzenbach from Jawbreaker. And now that I've said that, nobody here will be able to tell the difference. <laughs> You'll think that Jawbreaker broke up and gave way to Leave Schreiber's career. Hmm. Um, and it's a Manchurian candidate. It's about government MK Ultra control. All these things up my alley. Mm-hmm. And I watched it at night and I fell asleep. The next day, I'm like, let's try and pick it back up. Watched it a little bit. Went out, did bike rides, came back. Let's try and watch it. That movie was so fucking bad, really, that I had ten. I had ten minutes left of it, and I was like, you know what? Fuck you. 
and didn't even finish it. Well, wow. It was like a two and a half hour long movie. I watched two hour, 20 minutes of it. Wow. That's a re- that's well, like, someone who really dislikes that movie. If you make it that far and then pull the plug. that That's how much I was like, I can't even do the last 10 minutes of this. Oh, man. I'll be more upset if I finish this than if I walk away now <laughs> and, have, and have some self-respect. Yeah. yeah. And have a little self-respect. Like, I'll show you who's boss. Oh, man. Hmm. Yeah, I never saw that. The, so. <clears throat> I was told the wrong Missy was uh, not a good movie, except uh, Lauren Lapkus. Mm-hmm. I like Big her. props to Lauren yeah, Lapkus. She's funny. Being <clears throat> of just watch it. Forget about the movie being good, and just watch it if you like Lauren Lapkus being a psycho. Okay, because that's what she is. So watch it as like <clears throat> I like that character. I don't care about the plot. Uh huh. Um. I guess hey, I watched Jeffrey Epps. Sorry, I got my windows Who's open. Who's yelling? You got somebody yelling I got you? The, somebody telling you it's a cooker, not got, a smoker? I got the adorable neighbor kids uh, waving at me here. <laughs> I, uh, oh, you just got fun? You, are you like the boss man of the block? Yeah, I, we got these uh, upstairs neighbors, uh, super, super nice mm-hmm. folks, but they got a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and they're the cutest little dudes you've ever seen. And they're always they're skateboarding, they're on scooters, they're on bikes. And uh, they come up, and uh, we keep our windows open, and they'll just talk. We'll, we'll, we'll talk with them through the window. It, it's so fun to just oh, be able yeah. to sit and, and, and have a window. And you know what I'm saying? Like right here on the street. And, yeah. Uh, what, uh, last week, uh, Charlie was barking at him while we were talking, and uh, the little one goes, some dogs are just wild. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're really we were cute. Talk- we have- Rachel and I were talking about getting a dog. I'm like, I just don't want it to be an asshole. Yeah, well. Like, I would feel terrible if it was an asshole. Yeah, sometimes they are. My my dog, Charlie's Char- an asshole. But what Charlie, you- is Charlie mean to everybody, or does he warm up after a while? He warms up after a while, but man, you take him for a walk. I, I do this lap around the block when he has to go to the bathroom. It takes about 10 minutes. And your typical 10-minute walk, he's barked at 25 different people. Just fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck oh, you. Just bad dude. Yeah, bad I'm like, tood. dude, come on, man. I don't, I don't know how to correct that behavior. But uh, he gets away with it too because he's so damn cute and he knows it. So, well, he's little. Some little like old, old ass dachshund came charging at me when we we're walking, looking at fireworks. If a little dog wants to attack me, I'm like, get a piece <laughs> of. It. I want you. To, I want you to. I want you to take the W on this one, little guy. Come on, get. Go on, get a leg of my pants in your mouth. Give a little tug. Get the laces. Get the laces on the shoes. Oh, man. Little bastards. Uh, Well, here's conspiracy news. They got the old uh, Gislaine, Gislaine uh, Maxwell. Yes. Yes. Big news this weekend. That's got to be weird knowing you're going to die in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and I I really am loving all the the great tweets about it, too. The very original, she didn't kill herself. Oh, boy. Oh, I love, yeah, the ones where, like, all right, here's all the scenario. I like the one they are like, oh, no, she's going to get COVID, be on a respirator. Oh, like, that's gonna be did you one. hear that? Because I think that broke today. <clears throat> oh, I just heard that as a theory. Oh, unless I was reading, which I'm prone to do, just the headline, and maybe it was a joke or something, but <laughs> I, th- I thought I read a headline that she has COVID already. It's like, oh, uh, well, here's on here's the first thing when I look up Gislaine, Gislaine Maxwell COVID on Snopes. No, Gislaine Maxwell has not tested positive for COVID-19. Okay. Yeah, that was a little Dave, too convenient. You got to look. No, I'm just we scrolling through you Twitter. You can't be the same as the enemy. That's true. That's true. I got to put forth a little effort. Which is, 
Which is what's unfortunate is that any bit of research will dispel most conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but dude, she uh, know, she might she might really take some people down, and I hope so. Like, I wonder. You know what's weird is that you know I I thought the Pizzagate thing was a bunch of bullshit. Uh huh. Yet I don't. <clears throat> Think that it is inconceivable that they these people are absolutely running. Uh, what was that? Illegal underage prostitute. Oh, that was a beer. Open. Oh, okay. Sorry. Has been. I've drank one beer. Oh, great idea. By the way, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have another one. Even though I'm not in the yard and I'm in my requiem for a dream overdose abandoned bedroom. <laughs> It's so sad. I'm sitting, leaning against the wall with a mic stand meant for standing up, bent at a weird angle so I could sit on the floor. <laughs> and there's just like, a, there's a PlayStation and a backpack and a guitar. Oh, and that's man. all that's in this whole bedroom. And this is how heroin addicts die. Um, I don't want to say that. People struggle with drugs. Mm-hmm. I know people who have. Um the the uh like yeah the John Podesta Pizzagate mm-hmm. oh so silly and ridiculous yet we're also like there's no way Epstein killed himself like we're agreeing to that component yeah but we're we're agreeing to the component that doesn't conflict with our liberal democratic stance uh huh you know what I mean yeah ooh. I, I I know I keep referencing other podcasts here, which a lot of people have told me, listen to Wind of Change, which I did, and that's a great one because it's conspiratorial, but not um it doesn't have like a sinister vibe to it. Okay. It's all about did I did we talk about that one before? No, I think we talked about Rabbit Hole, but I don't think we talked about Winds of Change. Rap Rabbit Hole is great uh-huh. about how YouTube algorithms can kind of um activate uh alt right things and stuff mm-hmm. but, but that one's a great well-researched one the wind of change which several people have emailed me about it's about how you remember you know the band the scorpions mm-hmm. obviously oh yeah you were rock radio dj dangerous dave knows about the scorpions rocky like a hurricane baby dangerous dave would you please introduce rocky like a hurricane <laughs> oh coming out another rock block traffic and weather together right after the scorpions rock 105 Okay, I thought you were going to say, like, ah, who's got some weather coming nah, in? I was hitting the post. Oh, right off, right off the what, What's that little bit of coast that Georgia has on the Atlantic? Uh, the Georgia coast? Well, that's what they call it. Something special. I don't, I don't know. I'm, there might be another name. I don't know. Hey, a lot of high winds coming off the Georgia <laughs> coast. We're about to get rocked. It's going to rock us like a hurricane. Oh, there you go. We're now, now. <laughs> you know, I thought that's. Did you ever do any fun lead ins? Like, I'm going to trick them. And I think I'm talking about the weather. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're always, as a DJ, you're always searching for a uh, entertaining and creative way to, to intro a song. And there's just only so many ways to do it. So you wind up repeating a lot of the same jokes over and over. Yeah. Well, what, now I think of it, the, the Scorpions have said they're going to rock us like a hurricane, mm-hmm. but now there's going to be a wind that's going to change us. Ah, okay. Which now, if I could if I could whistle, which I can't, I would whistle winds of change mm-hmm. every time I farted. <laughs> like, oh, the, mood, the mood in here is about to switch up. What do you mean? <laughs> and then the fart. I'm drunk. Anyway. 
that podcast is about how the song Wind of Change was possibly written by the CIA as a piece of propaganda to get people to be on board with the fall of the Soviet Union. Okay. Because that's what, like, it was like a, it was a band from Germany. So it was a band that was like existed at the time that the wall fell Mm -hmm. in the, in this, from the country where the wall fell. Listen to the podcast. I'm not going to do it for you. Okay. It's great. But the other one I was listening to was called, and I forgot leading up to what I was going to say, fuck me. Um, slow burn. That's what it's called. Slow burn. Mm-hmm. And they discussed. <clears throat> let me make sure. Podcast. Yes. Yeah, slow burn podcast. So it's about impeachment. So the first season was about Nixon's impeachment. And it was pretty interesting about what led up to that. Mm-hmm. You know, we all kind of know some of the story, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but about how, you know, anyway, it's interesting. But the second season was about Bill Clinton's impeachment. Oh, okay. And about how the guy doing the podcast is like, I was from liberal parents, liberal Democratic parents, basically the same age as us, and saying like we were made to believe like Bill Clinton was the, the best president in the world. And it talks about how much of a like a sexual scumbag he was. Oh, yeah. And so that's no one. But then with this Epstein connection... And if it is little kids and man, I don't want to, none of us want to admit that the Pizzagate thing's real. They don't even have a basement. Like we focused on those (laughs) details. Yeah. But the idea that there's some sort of rich cabal feeding people the, the, whatever kind of sexual pleasure they want. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. That might be a, have you more legitimate than we want to admit? Have you watched the uh, Epstein thing on Netflix, the series? <clears throat> no, that's why I started talking about. It. I realized I must have started it late at night and mm-hmm. then fell asleep. Oh, so. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm on episode two. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. Um, I mean, all signs point to definitely some shit like that was or is going on. I mean, you got to think too. These powerful people. You're you're a billionaire. You're super powerful. You've gotten away with all kinds of devious shit your whole life. I could totally see that mindset being like, yeah, I'm, I know you're not supposed to, to fuck teenagers or kids, but guess what? That's what I'm into, and I'm going to do it, and no one's going to stop me because I got money, and I got private planes, and I have an island, and, and yeah, I'm going to go do my thing. And uh, I could totally, I mean, there's no telling what's going to come out if, uh, if Maxwell testifies. There's just no telling what we're going to learn. I mean, think about, you know, drug use and you don't know, I mean, using a human being for sex is like, if you're enough of a human yourself, you can realize that that person is having a reaction to being like, I'm trading my body for money and Mm -hmm. know that that's not, and, and, and not against Anybody that is empowered by that, like, no, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm an adult. I'm making a choice to yeah. trade this service for money. And I don't, I honestly think that should be legal too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if that's in a, I don't want to say controlled because that has the idea of the government coming in, but if somebody's like, no, this is my body and I'm 
I don't see any difference between like, why is the sex so taboo? But you know what? I'll work fucking an 18 hour shift in a factory inhaling solvent, but this is deemed unethical and bad for me, even though it's an adult making a decision what they want to do with their body. I don't agree with that at all. You should be able to do that if you want to be, if you want to prostitute and not in a negative term, if that's how you want to do it, go for it. But the human consequence of like, like when weed was illegal, you know, and like, oh, I'm just buying weed. I'm at the back end of it. I'm buying a fucking bag off somebody. Mm-hmm. But you don't know the human cost of that. Yeah. Getting into the country, the violence that went to get that mm-hmm. into your hands. So if somebody's just so rich, and, and this isn't excusing it, but you're only seeing like, oh, I'm just a fucking dude with a boner 24 hours a day. <laughs> Like the, the, it's like almost like I, I wonder if it's the same disconnection that anybody ever had buying like, no, I'm just doing, they just got some Coke. Like, yeah, you don't realize the human consequence of what got that cocaine in your hand. And people always made the joke about like, I would hear the joke a few times about how many people were like, Oh, I only drink free trade coffee. It's like, cool. Tell me that over another key bump by the idea, like how coffee yeah. harvesting is so bad for the indigenous people. Yet you're still buying cocaine. Yeah. But the same thing, like you're disconnected from the process. You're less disconnected when it's just, oh, you're just fucking a a teenager, you know. But the same idea, you're removed. You're just a rich person that's disconnected Mm -hmm. from how the rest of the world works. It's it's, it's still horrible, but it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm a rich person that needs my things. I need satiation. Satiation? Yeah. Probably not a word. (laughs) You know, you know where I'm going with it. I, I, I know what you're saying. Like they, they thought they were just removed from the law. Yeah. Now it's like, no, you, you were all horrible people that lived like without consequence for too long. Well, and and we've talked about this before, but I, I am so thankful that I am, uh, for the most part, quote unquote, normal in the in regards to sex. Imagine. Your libido c- controlling you so much. Buddy, that- you pour boiling water on your balls. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk well, about Well, I said for the most part, I'm normal. <laughs> uh, but I'm serious. Imagine. For some part. Let's say for some part. Imagine, imagine your libido controlling you so much that you've got a global network of, uh, of friends and associates that are all working together to to find you young girls and who who are they going to be and where are we going to take them and who knows about this and and who do I have to pay off and who do we have to bribe and, and like all all just cuz you you can't control your fucking dick like that that's always blown my mind how much trouble people get in over sex whether it be legal and consensual or not but that's just insane to me like get a fucking hobby do something yeah, else. Well, being being told well in terms of like being gay or whatnot, being told that you're wrong, so you gotta hide it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about that, so go, by the way. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about you know. No, but I'm just talking about like, like, like any anything sexual is taboo. And mm-hmm. then if you're a politician that's open about anything sexual, you're gonna be shut down. Not none of this makes it right. Mm-hmm. But they're drug dealers. Like Epsi is a drug dealer. Yeah. Oh, you you like this thing? I got that hookup. 
but how like everybody's going to be so appalled at the idea because oh they fuck they were fucking kids and stuff maybe be a, maybe look at your own house and be a little bit more self-conscious about what labor is put into the goods that you're buying and how easily we just buy stuff from china that's like how much child labor shit like it's not cheap to try to be like purchase things conscientiously yeah and, and in no way is this the same as what's going on. I'm not saying that, but take it another, take, take the, th- take the outrage you're having and have a little inrage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, look at the stuff that you have like, Oh, just made in China. Think about what that means. Yeah. Read, read about made in China. And I'm not all like a bra rah made in the USA, but at least there's labor laws here. Mm-hmm. Or think about like just think about like where places things that are made and with labor laws and like conscientious labor. This I'm you know I'm uh, drunk so I'm not going to say <laughs> that these are I'm not no way am I saying it's equal like well if you don't like kid fuckers you better not buy an iPhone mm-hmm. but easier said than done. I'm a hypocrite. I'm surrounded by Apple products and electronics and stuff made. Mm-hmm. But I like I'm more of like in my head like if it's made in China, I'm trying to I'm moving away from it. Yeah. Oh, really? You're you're trying to pay more attention to that? I I say try. I say try. Yeah. It's not always the case. Well, and that's something that um and we've talked about this, but Everything that's been going on in the last month or so, what with the social justice, um, you know, what can we do? What can I do to help? And this is a mm-hmm. thing I've ignored my entire life for the most part, uh, other than there was that period when I was a vegetarian. I was much more uh, aware and, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, what I'm trying to say is trying to figure out where to spend your money is something that you can do. You know, there's been an influx, uh, unfortunately so, in the last month or so of uh, information, you know, oh, black-owned businesses, or here's a black bookstore, or here's a black record store, here's a black restaurant. It's like just knowing, even something as simple, and I'm not patting myself on the back by any means, but the other day I needed to go to Home Depot, and I thought, oh, shit, wait. And I looked it up. I was like, oh, no, they're they're contributing to Trump Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, I, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Lowe's. Okay, whoop de doo. It's a small thing, but more of that I think is uh, something we all could could use. Just and not saying that you know one one. There, I'm sure there's many uh, many companies that uh, I, I don't know what's going on with Lowe's. They they might they might have some skeletons in their closet. But I'm saying just at least putting forth an effort, doing a little homework, and trying to figure out where you're going to spend your money. I think uh, on a on a grand scale scale that that shit adds up and eventually. You know, could make a difference down the road. Yeah, and and, and there's always a counter argument. Yeah, the grand scale could be like, well, I drove uh, 20 extra minutes to go to Lowe's instead of Home Depot, True. so I actually put more money in an oil company's hand by driving my car further yep. to be buy ethically there and then support this other business that's worse. But if if people don't think that matters, look at the state we're in right now. Look at what businesses are shutting down because. People can't go out and shop. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine that you did that, but not because of a government shutdown or a pandemic, but just conscientiously. Mm -hmm. If you're like, you know what? Let's all not buy at that place. That business suffers. That's an example of what's happening right now. Yeah. 
My thing, like Amazon, I think I bought one thing off Amazon after during the pandemic, all the stuff about how their employees are being treated mm-hmm. shittily. Yeah. Um, I think there was one thing that I wound up getting off there. But the rest of the time, it's like, you can find what you want on Amazon. It's a great search engine for shopping. Mm-hmm. And then go to the actual vendor that's selling that. Yeah. Pay the shipping price. Mm-hmm. Everybody's complaining about how the post office is going to be out of business, which that I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. Because mm-hmm. everybody's like, we got these post office. They're the, they're the workers we need to support. I'm like, I've pretty much just been fucked by the post office all the time. Yeah. Shit's lost, stolen all the time. Mm-hmm. I just got, I got a, I got three envelopes of just torn open, stolen shit put in my mailbox. Mm. So that means it went to the post office. Somebody stole it at the post office. And then you delivered the evidence to me. <laughs> I hate the fucking post office. Yeah. Yet I still want it to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been a huge fan, <laughs> um, but I get, you know, I don't want people to lose their jobs, but any any government ran, uh, basically, that's a business. But I have just always had an issue with just because, well, now, modern times, they, they finally do have competition, well, with FedEx and UPS and stuff. But back in the day, they had, yeah. a, they had a monopoly on it. So what the hell did they care? <clears throat> yeah, I'm still not 100% like, we got to save the post office. Eh, I don't think we do. They could have done a better... You know, it's one of those things where you did a shit job. Mm-hmm. It's like cabs. Mm-hmm. Like when Uber and Lyft came out, they're like, what about us? I'm like, you guys were fucking garbage. And now you got a hint of competition. You're like, we're going to lose our jobs. You should have lost your jobs before, except you were the only deal going. Yeah. Cabs in LA fucking suck. Yeah. And they knew it. And they continue to suck. And then once comp- if competition's the only reason you want to do your job well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck your job. You should want to do your job well out of pride and the fact that you want to earn a living for being good at what you do. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is. Yeah. If you fail only because competition came in, no. Sorry. That means you were doing such a shit job before. But anyway, yeah, we got to let the post office survive, I guess. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, if, if, the po- if the post office doesn't survive, who's going to throw out all this mail I didn't want in mm-hmm. the first place? Honestly, if the post office is like, listen, would you like us to, th- if you could like do like spam like you do with email for the post office, like, hey, you know what I never need to see again is a Bed Bath & Beyond coupon for 10% off. Mm-hmm. I never need to see that again. Yeah. Or if you could be like, you know what? No political flyers. Mm-hmm. Just any commercial mailing in general. But that's how they make their money. True. But give give me the give me the consumer like give me the per, like give me the ability like take their money. Tell them like, well, we have this list of people that don't want it, and then burn it for fuel. Yeah. I want to donate my junk mail to be burned for fuel. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. I'm talking out my ass. Oh, man. This was, a, this was an episode that was going to be loose, and I really prattled on. It's like oh, that, that time uh, Kramer 
wants to stop getting mail. He goes to the post office and asks, like, I don't, I don't want any more mail. And they're like, what, what do you mean? And he just he wanted to literally have his name taken <laughs> off the list. Then he takes all his crate and barrel catalogs, and he takes them back to the store, and he throws them in the window. He goes, hey, you like sending out mail? How do you like getting it back? <laughs> just threw a whole uh, brick of catalogs at him. But honestly, think about when's the, like, what's the percentage of stuff you need or want versus trash? Yeah. Like you're literally, it's like, it's like nutritionless food. Mm-hmm. It comes in, it goes through my apartment, out to the garbage mm-hmm. can. And I'm paying for both of those services. Yeah. Oh, there you go. My taxes are paying for you to bring it. My taxes are paying for you to take it away. And I don't want either end of it. Mm. That's a re- That's a fucking research we should there, I was about to say, there's theory. your conspiracy right there. <laughs> You're jo- well, like when somebody like, and it's just an obvious one, like street sweeping and parking tickets. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a money grab. Now we're going to do street sweeping. It's fucking LA. Yeah. There's no sweeping. There's nothing. No. Nothing changed. The weather's been the same for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Yet you can just give a ticket because somebody didn't move their car from this time. That's just easy money grab. Well, they give you a ticket. Or uh, in Chicago. They give you a ticket even after the street's been swept. I've got I've parked in places. You know, oh, that oh, one, yeah. Yeah, street street cleaning, 10 a.m. to noon on Tuesday. I parked there at like 11.45 where you could tell the street has been clearly cleaned and still gotten a ticket. Like, well, that's is the point of the ticket to keep me from uh, blocking the street sweeper or are you just raising funds? That's the, that's the nickel and dime shit that nobody gets loud about. Mm-hmm. It's just nickel and dime shit about how they make my, like, when Chicago is like, oh, yeah, we have a private company that runs the meters and everything. Like, so somebody else is profiteering off of a city business, mm-hmm. which, okay, sure, that happens all the time. But then we're paying for the police to issue tickets on meters that are run by private companies. Mm-hmm. Why isn't a private company monitoring their own things? Yeah. Why am I paying taxes to a police department or the parking division of the police department, I'm paying government taxes to protect a private interest at that point because it's a private company that's running the parking meters. I always think of that when I see these idiots. You know, far be it for me to tell someone how to make a living, but I can't think of of a less important job than working for traffic enforcement. These idiots going around writing parking tickets, like really, this is the only job you could get. And I know that's that's a that's a hack point of view, but seriously, like, ah, oh, to think of think if that was your gig. And I, hey, I get it. That's that's better than than being unemployed. Okay, hey, good for you. You've got a job. But man, imagine getting up every morning, strapping on that stupid tan uniform, and getting your little fucking ticket computer out. And driving around looking for people that are six inches into the red, or, or five minutes when, five minutes past their expiration on their meter. Like what a terrible fucking job! And they had a show like Meter Maids, like and you get to uh, it's a reality show. It's a like doctor where I'm like, <clears throat> can you believe people are getting in their face? Yes, because fuck you. If you took that job, you're a hall monitor. Yeah, you're the kid that decided to be a hall monitor. So you're garbage. 
Everybody needs a job. I get it. That shouldn't be a job. You took that job, then guess what? You can be an angel. Dave, much like you, never getting given out weed tickets. <laughs> now, I've already spoke my piece on, well, then you're only proving that you can bend the law, whether you bend it for good or for bad. It shouldn't matter. You shouldn't bend the law if you're an officer. Just parking ticket. You already pay registration on the car. Yes. You already pay licensing fees on the car. You already paid tax on the car. And then you got to put the car somewhere, and you got to pay to put the car somewhere. Your fucking registration should say that. Yeah. I paid for the car. Let me put it here. Boy. Anyway, this has been another episode of <laughs> Two Old Men That Have Nothing Else to Worry About. Ugh. Boy, did we stick it to the man. Yeah, we got him, dude. Fuck how, are you, how are you otherwise? Are you good, man? I mean, the, the smoked smoked ribeye? Yeah, dude. Was ribeye, you said? Mm-hmm. I'm great, man. I'm, Ooh, I'm, God, I'm doing well. I, I can't complain. I mean, <clears throat> other than my livelihood might be gone forever. But uh, Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm getting real worried about what venues are going to survive. I know that wasn't uh, the focal point last month and change mm-hmm. i'm seriously thinking about like protests like other career i'm i'm i've seriously thought about i'm not there yet to where i'm really logistically thinking about it but in the back of my mind i'm thinking ah, i might have to start a landscaping business in six months no man <clears throat> food's your calling dude. yeah look i was just telling rachel now and she said it was a million dollar idea indian pizza oh doesn't yeah. make sense why it's not out there non-bread Yes. Masala sauce. Yes. Whatever toppings. Oh, my God. And your cheese on top. Oh, my God. Dude, that is an amazing idea. I'm. I, 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 there's no way anything in, that I come up with food hasn't been invented or isn't the worst idea, and that's why it hasn't been invented. I'd eat Indian pizza. I'm in pizza. front of a computer. I'm going to look it up. I'm in front of a computer. You look, but, you know, I was, I, I was saying breakfast nachos for a long time. Mm-hmm. Indian pizza. You look that up. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to a comic of the week uh, this oh, week. Ten best Indian pizza in Portland. Oh. Already. <laughs> <laughs> ten best chicken. T- yeah, 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 there's so many of them. Damn, I've, How I've Indian never pizza had, is I, becoming the next best pizza style. Oh my god, <laughs> I've never heard of it right, or well, had it. Fuck me, that is a great idea. Uh, com- well, I'm just I'm glad to be re 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 uh, uh, you know propped up. I'm glad my idea was propped. Yeah. Up. Uh, comic of the week. Who's comic of the week? Uh, do you know Carmen Lynch out of New York? You know Carmen. Sure do. Carmen is sure do. So funny. <clears throat> I've known Carmen Crusher. for ten years and uh, done a bunch of shows. Our, our paths have crossed many times. And just uh, first of all, just just a nice lady. But second of all, just funny as shit. Got uh, she she's done Conan. She's done all the TV stuff. Dry uh, one liner style. Yeah, keeping up the dry one liner yeah, stuff. But just punchy, just good, potent jokes. Just punch you in the face with her jokes. Um, new album out called Vertically Obese. She's a tall gal. I think she's like six one. Um, but super funny and uh, got a bunch of stuff out there. Her latest effort, Vertically Obese. Uh, definitely check that out because uh, you're gonna get a laugh. She's. She's great. Comic of the week, Carmen Lynch, L Y N C H. If you like the Stephen Wright, Mitch Hedberg kind of like just direct, no, just lean, lean comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
there's no like anyway. So I was like doing other things. Like no, it it is precise. Mm-hmm. No fat on the and bone there. Just just yeah, nothing but jokes. Um, Hell yeah, Carmen. Yeah, Lynch. check out Carmen Lynch. We spent, uh, I spent a New Year's Eve with her one time, not just two of us, but uh, a whole group of comics in Atlanta. Uh, she was in town doing something, and somehow we wound up uh, over to Buddy's house uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, I mean, that's back when she was dating uh, Pat Dixon, and uh, Pat was over there. And, uh, I don't know what's going on with Pat, but <laughs> I'll, <laughs> Pat, Pat's an old friend. Pat, I'll, oh, I'll, Pat Dixon dates, uh, dates uh, I'll leave it at that. married to uh, someone I know. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, but yeah, Carmen Lynch, Comic of the Week, very, very funny. Um, another comedy special you guys should put on the calendar, July 24th, Trampoline in a Ditch. Yeah, that fucking turd's out floating in the pool. <laughs> um, did you know that there's already a, a track available uh, on the streaming sites right now? Oh, yeah, they're doing, we're doing a whole like rollout here and there. Mm-hmm. This, you know, I, was, I you know, I, I, I got my Twitter password back to like start promoting stuff, but I'd given that up month and mm-hmm. change ago, I think. And it's been like now that I'm back and I have that, I'm like, oh man, it totally shook the, uh, it totally shook the need for it. Hmm. Like I'll go back on Twitter now. I'm like, oh, I just like give gave myself like a month or forcing myself a month away from it. Instead of like an everyday wanting to interact, like mm-hmm. now I go on there, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't care at all. Yeah, and it's been really healthy. And even Instagram, which is never negative anyway, but even like I put some video out and somebody like put a bunch of comments up, like I'm not gonna do this special shit, just put it out, and like was like being antagonistic, and I was like starting to craft some witty retort, I'm like. Oh no! I could just delete your comment. Yeah, yeah. And instead, of like, I'm not gonna like. You're gonna get what you want if I respond. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, but then it'll display that I was good. I'm like, no, it, I could just delete it. Mm-hmm. It's not this freedom of speech. Like, you're so sensitive. Like, no, it's it's my Instagram. Yeah, it's like you came to my house, and then we're being a jerk. Yeah. And I kicked you out of my house. Absolutely. That's what you do if somebody comes in here. If you want to go on Reddit and bitch about me, go for it. I don't care. That's I'm not in charge of Reddit. Mm-hmm. But if you want to come on Instagram like be a piece of shit and I'll just delete it and it's like, oh yeah, that doesn't it doesn't matter. No. I don't know why I got on that, Dave. I'm sorry. That's all right, buddy. That, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm in a weird <laughs> I uh yeah, there's an album out. I, I I'm proud of it, but I'm just I recorded it last March mm-hmm. of 2019. Yeah, it's so over I've been a year. Sitting with it forever. I'm sick. Yeah. Hey, people on Reddit really want a Dave Stone album. Oh, really? That's what I saw. Oh man. Yeah, I've got people I've got an want- hour locked and loaded. Uh, I've had two different record companies uh, just stop responding to me. So I don't know what the fuck to do. Who are you tied? Who are you tied um, to? Electra, may- Sun Records. They're not do- Sun Records. Isn't doing comedy anymore. Your boys over at Eight Hundred Pound Gorilla stop returning my fucking emails. So no offense to oh, really? your relationship with them. Maybe it got lost in the that's in right. the, in the cracks. I don't know. But I'm also like I'm not one of these people that's going to beg. Like you know, I, I, I reached out to a couple of labels. Like hey, I got a new hour ready to go. You interested? Uh, three of them were all like, yeah, man. Let's. Uh, what, what do you got? And let's start talking. And then just. You know, that radio silence that, that happens so much in this business. So I don't know. I might just yeah. try to figure out how to put it out on my own. 
uh, or whatever. But yeah, I, I've got an hour that I, kind of the same thing that like it's been ready for over a year, and I'm tired of doing it in person. So I want to just go ahead and you know record it and be done with it. But uh, fucking show business, man. I don't know. I'll figure out a way to do it. Fucking show business. <laughs> uh, yeah. You still doing Hey Girl every Friday? Hey Girl, yeah, we skipped this Friday. We're going to do one tomorrow. Okay, right on. What, well, no, this is no. so yesterday. Yeah, right on, man. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. We got we got Hey Girl. We got Boogie Monster. These are my outlets. Yeah, man. You got Stonebergs. Stonebergs. You're doing that. What day is that? Was that? What day are you doing that on? That drops on Monday. I don't know <laughs> if while you're listening to this, I don't know if uh, this week's is up or not. Uh, we recorded one today. And uh, it was fun, and uh, I thought it was pretty good, and then I went to edit it, and the audio's completely fucked. Uh, we sound like we're in a toilet. I don't know what happened, so i got to figure that out. So we Technical might tra- difficulties. Yeah. Techie diffs. We may Get try to techie diffs. <laughs> re-record, or we may just skip this week. I don't know. Uh, there's nothing more discouraging than, and, and you and I have done this, than doing a whole podcast and then realizing at the end, like, oh, shit, I can't use any of that. But oh, well. All this gold that we're churning out, it's a, it's a sin to not uh, let it uh, float God out damn. into the universe. <clears throat> I'm glad we got some listeners, man. <laughs> as uh, far as just two comedians jerking off at each other, like mm-hmm. what a what a what a unnecessary format. Oh yeah, yeah, completely non essential. Should we, should we promise people next week we'll just talk about a thing yeah we're well i tried to segue back into that this week um but my research did you yeah when, when did that happen? uh yeah i, like I now when we were talking no no i this week I, I studied up on a topic and the more i study i more i studied i didn't want it to be a typical uh boogie topic where i i have the first part like hey here's the thing that happened and then i don't know why um i was gonna well, talk let's gonna talk about these loud booms that are going off everywhere but uh, all I have is information about the loud booms, and I couldn't find any information <laughs> about what it might be. So uh, I put the kibosh like on that this week. Aunt, it's not like somebody's weird great aunt calling in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to talk about these loud booms I keep hearing. <laughs> Too noisy. Um, Turns out my grandson installed a subwoofer on my TV. <laughs> but no, we're definitely going to uh, pivot back to some old boogie topics uh, real soon. So probably next week, hopefully. Drive, I, you know what? Drove back. Drove back through a lot of Bigfoot country up here. Nice. Brought the camping gear with. So, uh, you know, maybe hey, if you're getting bored down there, you want to take a road trip up this way. Go go full squatching, which we've promised for four we're almost five years, dude. I'm point. I'm ready to take some sort of trip. I'm I'm getting cabin fever, so I'm, I may come up here. Well, and, I know you guys been good. You guys have been good about the isolation. We've been good about the mm-hmm. isolation. So oh yeah, no, it's, and a, we're great. It's just just my surroundings, just my scenery needs to change a little bit. Well, I meant I meant like if you want to hang out, mm-hmm. we can still be responsible. Oh right, right. Camping okay. buddies up here. Yeah. Now that I'm in the land of the land of the squatch, mm-hmm. which people on the drive on the five coming up here, the people, I mean, I saw some real monsters in Redding. Oh know, yeah, I've, I've spent a couple day. nights in Redding. Redding is man, what, it's like a resort town for the mountains and everything. But man, you get to the outskirts. I went to Del Taco Friday night, and the line that does some dude just straight up like hard hitting the meth pipe behind a Circle K. Put a picture of it. Yeah, on, I saw on that on the Instagram. There's like a line of cars going through a drive-through, maybe ten feet to his right, but to his left, 
maybe a hundred yards down, there was two people in a parking lot, and he was super paranoid about them. Kept staring at him, kept looking at him in between hits of the pipe. And I want to be like, man, we're all here seeing you yeah. right now. I'm like, I do not need this guy acting up. Redding is a sketching, sketchy place. Redding is um, where I stayed at a Super 8 motel and uh, found a sock that wasn't mine. And I was by myself. Redding sounds like that's how people from there would pronounce reading. Because <laughs> it's what they don't know how to do. And they read. I was reading a book. Uh-huh. No, you weren't. <laughs> There's no way you were doing that, given how you pronounce that. Oh, boy. Um, anyway. Hey, for not having a topic, we got an hour 20 yeah. of this fucker. There's anything we can do. It's uh, fill time with nothing. Well, I'm sorry, Dave, if I was prattling on too much. Uh, I told you. I'm sitting in an empty room with a couple of beer cans <laughs> next to me. Shouldn't, I shouldn't criticize my meth head buddy. Oh, man. My methed out friend at the Circle K. I'm doing some version of the same thing over here. All right, buddy. Well, you uh, speaking of Pizzagate, I'm pretty hungry. Yeah, so am I. It's 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 time for another feeding. So. Yeah, get you get you some. Throw something <laughs> in your cage there, buddy. All right, buddy. Well, you have fun up there. Yeah, man. And, we'll uh, talk soon. We'll get a squash trip going. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. The Boogie Monster.